board the story train. Find a comfy seat. We're about to leave the station. And you know what that means. We're going someplace new. If you've never ridden on the story train before, here are a few important things to remember as we roll on down the tracks. I'll blow the whistle twice right before we leave. Make sure you're in your comfy seat. The story train is a magical train, and when we leave, we'll go through the rainbow tunnel. The rainbow tunnel can take us anywhere. We won't know where we're going until we get there. It's a surprise. The story train has a mind of its own. It goes where it wants to, and sometimes we can even ask the story train questions. One whistle for yes, two whistles for no. Let's ask the story train a question. Are we going to a forest today? One whistle means yes. I wonder what we'll find in the forest and where the forest will be. Here we go. Where will the story train lead us this time? We're entering the rainbow tunnel. Hold on everyone, it's off to far, far away. Here comes the end of the tunnel. We've arrived in a familiar neighborhood where two very brave cats live. The story train wants to see them again because something very special has happened. If you remember, Midnight and Nimbus are two cats who help kids who sometimes feel a little bit afraid at night. They keep watch over everything and give kids courage. Well, just the other day, Midnight and Nimbus had a different sort of experience that was a little bit surprising. We're rolling past houses with families fast asleep for the night, but Midnight and Nimbus are still prowling around the streets, making sure everything is safe and sound. This story is called Midnight and Nimbus Find New Friends. Midnight and Nimbus had recently spent several nights watching over a girl who lived in the yellow house on the corner. But she was sleeping much better now, so they decided to walk along the streets of the neighborhood. When Midnight and Nimbus prowled around, they could sense if anyone was feeling afraid in any of the houses. And on this night, all was quiet. Everyone was sleeping snugly in their beds. It's very quiet tonight, said Midnight. Very, said Nimbus. They walked along, quiet as could be, padding along the pavement. And then they heard a surprising little sound. The sound was something they were familiar with, but hadn't heard for a long time. The sound they heard was a kitten meowing into the night. It's a kitten, said Nimbus. I do like kittens, said Midnight. Shall we find it? We shall, said Nimbus. And so they kept on, listening carefully as they tried to find the kitten who was meowing into the night. They went through the front yards and down the long streets, 
searching and searching. After a very long time, they happened upon a fancy little shed, painted blue, sitting in the backyard of a house. There was a curving pathway that led to the shed and little lights all along the way. Midnight and Nimbus carried on, prowling until they got to the door of the blue shed, and in they went. Once they were inside, they heard not one, but two sounds. One was the sound of the kitten, who turned out to be gray. The other was the sound of a mouse roaring. But it was such a tiny little thing that its roar barely made any sound at all. The two of them, the mouse and the kitten, went wide-eyed when they saw Midnight and Nimbus. We were hoping you would come, said the kitten. I'm Buttons, and this is Farley. Farley is a mouse. I'm a kitten. So I see, said Midnight. And why are you meowing and roaring in the middle of the night? It was then that the mouse Farley spoke. His voice was very small, so Midnight and Nimbus had to lean in close to hear. We want to be brave protectors like you, said Farley the mouse. Buttons and I live in the blue shed, but there are other animals who live here too. And sometimes they get scared at night, said Buttons. We want to help them feel safe. A noble cause, said Nimbus. What sorts of animals live in the blue shed? asked Midnight. Oh, there's a squirrel and a rabbit, said Buttons. And don't forget the raccoon, said Farley the mouse. Raccoon gets very nervous at night. And raccoon, said Buttons. Midnight and Nimbus searched with their eyes and saw all the creatures of the shed hiding in one corner or another. We will help you said Midnight. Follow us, said Nimbus. Midnight and Nimbus prowled out of the blue shed, down the winding path, and out into the neighborhood. For all that night and the night after, they showed Farley the mouse and Buttons the kitten all the many places in the neighborhood. They passed each of the houses and explained who lived there, all the streets and street lamps, all the yards and trees and sidewalks. And while they prowled, they told them all the secrets of the night and how really the night was not frightening at all. It was very peaceful, and Farley and Buttons learned all the many things they needed to know in order to be brave and watch over the animals of the blue shed. On the third night, Midnight and Nimbus told Farley the mouse and Buttons the kitten, that they were ready. Farley the mouse roared his tiny roar. Buttons the kitten meowed very confidently. And then the two of them returned to the blue shed and watched over it. And all through the many nights that came after, Midnight and Nimbus always stopped in to say hello and see how they were doing. And every time they stopped at the blue shed in the middle of the night, Farley the mouse and Buttons the kitten were sound asleep. 
the story train is rolling past through the many houses and into the rainbow tunnel. It's back to Pflugerville for us. But if you want to hear more stories, just search for Go Kid Go and you'll find all sorts of things to explore. Come back again. I'll be waiting on the story train. Go Kid Go!